Blog Talk Radio. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rock, and welcome to the big show. Yeah, you found it? I sure I'm glad you did. Hey, I want to before we get into today, I want to apologize to everybody who tuned in yesterday um, for our our show um, with uh, children's book author Shane Bittering. Um, man, you won't even believe I, it. Sounds like I'm making this story up, and um, I wish I was, but I wasn't. But I'm not, I should say. Um, our neighbors down the way were, were trying to trim a tree, you know, unlike the rest of us who actually fork out the dough, which stinks, don't get me wrong, if I could do it myself, ours are too tall, um, I would. These guys, though, were trying to do it, and I don't know, beer was involved. I can't say any of that. I don't know what happened. All I know is tree fell, knocked the electric cord out, and we were without electricity for about six hours while they came, you know, the professionals, and fixed it. Um, so that's what happened with yesterday's show. We're in the process. Shane is going to be on. Um, we're just figuring out uh, the date for next week, what day uh, works best for him and whatnot, and moving things around. You know, it's, it's, it's a big pay no attention to the man behind the curtain because a lot of stuff happening, man, too much stuff. Anyhow, um, so Shane will be back. Not to worry, not to worry. But today, today, ladies and gentlemen, I'm very, very excited we have a fantastic, um, just a cool person in general. I was reading her bio before the show. Lots to go over. I didn't realize uh, a lot of the stuff she did. I know she makes movies, you know. Who doesn't these days? No, I'm kidding. Um, but no, really cool movie. I just watched this here tonight. We're going to talk about it. And she's also a, uh, an author um, and uh, tutors kids, elementary school kids. I mean, just does it all, baby. Does it all. And so without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to her. Her name's Jocelyn Reich. Uh, I hope I'm Reich. I probably am saying yeah, Rish, that like wrong. Fish. Jocelyn Reich. Reich, like fish, squish, dish. It's like, it's, it's as simple as it seems. So uh, people always I'm try to work with it, but it's just, yeah, it's just simple. Reich. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, that's a great name, man. With a name like that, you've got to be in pictures, you know, oh, or something. Not, right. <laughs> I'm a terrible actress, though, right? Like, I am terrible. So uh, behind the camera is good for me. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. How did you get involved in um, – well, let me ask first uh, – let me set everything up. Uh, you live on the okay. East Coast. You're in the uh, uh, South Carolina, I believe, right? South Carolina, yes. Yes, I am. Yes. Nice, nice. My in-laws just took a uh, week vacation to Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Oh, which is like about two hours from me. Yeah, nice place. Yeah, they went on the big Ferris wheel and everything. Um, had a good time. Had a good time. <laughs> Discovered a winery. I didn't even know they had wineries in uh, South Carolina, but apparently they do because my we in-laws do. went there. Every... <laughs> well, I'm part of, you know, our family, like I'm sure most families have the group text thing, you know, where everybody uh, gets yeah, the text. Yeah. And, um, and then, you know, I've got that sister-in-law that replies 85 times and it bings everything. It doesn't matter. We love her. Anyhow, um, yeah, they were sending us pictures from the We're like, weren't you just at the winery yesterday? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like, we like it. We're visiting it again. <laughs> <laughs> they did like six times. I was like, wow. Uh, let's be some winery. <laughs> Anyhow, so yeah, folks, if you uh, want to go on a vacation, South Carolina is the place you need to be. Um, <laughs> do you grow up in South Carolina there? I did. Um, mostly, my dad was in the Navy, so we moved around a lot, like, in the beginning years, but um, we mostly settled after about fourth grade. I was lucky that uh, he got several um, commissions right in a row in, in Charleston or nearby places so that we stayed while he became a geographic bachelor. So I was able to graduate, you know, from my, um, Somerville High School, and, uh, and then uh, after college, I moved back. You know, I love the area, so I moved back. Nice, nice, very cool, very cool. Well, that's a it's a beautiful area there, very green. You know, I, I uh, always enjoy uh, trips there and, and through and whatnot. Um, 
Very, very cool. Now, how did you get into, um, as I mentioned, you not only make movies, that's, I think, your mm-hmm. primary thing, um, but you also do, uh, write children's books and, uh, I think, yes. regular books, uh, you know, yes. uh, all-age books, I should say, and yeah. um, just all kinds of tutor, uh, tutor elementary school <laughs> kids. Um, man. Do yeah, you well, sleep actually, ever? That's the big question. <laughs> Sometimes I do manage to fall asleep. Um, it's funny because actually writing is my thing. The movie has, stuff has come about kind of accidentally. Um, writing is my thing. Um, I was writing short stories, uh, young adult novels that I didn't have much success at yet. But um, um, I had a short story uh, that was published. It was called Saying Goodbye, and it was about a cat. It was inspired by the true story about a cat who – um, could predict when residents in a nursing home were going to pass away. And so I created oh, yeah, a fictionalized yeah. story. Yeah, I created a fictionalized story around it. It got picked up. It got published. Um, and so my brother is the filmmaking guy. He um, went you know, uh, to college. Yeah. He, he majored in filmmaking and um, advertising and all the, all the fancy camera stuff. And um, we were lucky that the um, South Carolina Film Commission offers grants to filmmakers. Um, oh. And and so my brother saw this, and he's like, hey, like, you have this story saying goodbye. We already know it's, it's been approved and, and published, so we know other people, people other than us think it's decent. Let's turn it into a script and apply for the grant. So we did. We won, and oh. we used the grant money to make the first short film we made together. And so um, we did, then we did that again. We turned one of my short stories into a script and won another grant and turned it into a short film. And so then later, so that was the South Carolina Film Commission. And then later we saw that the South Carolina Arts Commission, which is different from the Film Commission, Mm -hmm. was offering a grant. And so it was my brother's idea, Brian, to actually apply with this idea of making an anthology. And we won that. And so we were able to um, create this anthology from the grant. I see. Now, see, I saw (laughs) Brian's name in this on the IMDb page. And I was like, because I just assumed, because I'm an old man, apparently, and uh, yeah, I assumed it was your husband or whatnot, nice. and I said, oh, look at Brother. that, the filmmaking duo there. That, yeah. that must be interesting. Um, it is. Oh, man, yeah, sibling I, duo. <laughs> sibling duo, which, you know, you could beat him up, he could beat you up, it could happen. It probably has happened. It, it, um, it ha- it, there have been many arguments, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I'd be older, so oh. I usually win. <laughs> I see. I there you go. There you go. Oh man. Um, yeah, it. I tell you, you know, uh, something and whatnot. I recently, I've been with my wife. We've been a couple for about nine years now. It's been together forever, mm-hmm. it seems. Forever, I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen. It's not that bad. Then <laughs> um, we got married right before the pandemic happened, and uh, oh. you know, made it official. And uh, her mother's Italian, so we had to. You know, we already owned the house, had the dog, everything was, you know, moving along. Um, but we had to make it official. But I'll tell you what interesting thing I found is um, arguments and whatnot, the dynamics of them changed. Because before <laughs> you're married, you know, you have that atomic bomb, that hand grenade of, well, you know, I'm just going to move back to California or <laughs> whatever, <laughs> you know. Um, now it's like, she looks at you, especially if she's not winning the argument. She looks at me, looks at the dog, starts figuring <laughs> out in her mind what I can carry. <laughs> I know to back off. Uh, yeah, yeah. It gets, uh, but we really don't fuss that much. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think we're well, too that, lazy to, it, to properly fuss. Yeah. You know? That's funny. It takes well, too much energy. Is, yeah, it does. We, if we have a disagreement and we can't quickly bring one or the other of us to the other person's like I want A, he wants B, and we can't bring the person mm. around. Then we say, okay, we're not, we can't do either. We're not doing A or B. We have to come up with C. So that way, neither person wins. And every time it's happened, we've come up with something that was better than A or B. So that's well, kind of how we approach it. Yeah. There you neither go. Neither one of us can win. I, we have to come up with something else. <laughs> I'm going to pass that because that's great advice. I'm going to pass that. Not only do I have a lot of film people on the show and whatnot, we have a lot of bands on the show. And especially mm. young musicians, 
you know, mm-hmm. everybody wants to be a rock star and um, yeah. everybody wants to be the, the star of the band. And I'm going to, you know, they, they have problems. And um, I'm going to pass <laughs> that information along. <laughs> okay. okay. Why well, is from Dawson Rich? <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm tell- I had, this is a very true story. Like, I don't want to say who it is, but I will say mm-hmm. past guest of mine, and they called me looking for advice from the road. Now, when I say from the road, it wasn't from some club in Timbuktu or, or this was from a gas station, I believe. No, they were on a cell phone. It wasn't a pay phone. But they were on a cell phone. But um, they were waiting for a Greyhound to pick them up at the uh, – Oh, my. And I'm like, I thought you guys were on tour with your manager and everything, which was their older sister. Apparently, they had annoyed her so much she had stopped at the gas station. They all went in to buy, I don't know, flaming Hot Cheetos or something. And they came out, and she had unhooked the U-Haul with all their stuff in it and um, left, left them in the middle of New Mexico. And for some reason, they thought I would know what to do. (laughs) Guys are just on the show. I don't really know the details. Oh, my God. That's a passive aggressiveness. I know passive aggressiveness. Um, I can really get behind that. Oh, man, Apparently, and I said, and if you can, I said, call your mom, and if your mom can convince her to come pick you up, be nice. (laughs) Buy her some Cheetos, and don't say a word. (laughs) 19-year-olds learning about women. It's uh, crazy. Uh, Crazy. Yeah, Yeah, don't make them mad. You can put, I have found this to be true. With women, and I'm just going to I don't mean to sound misogynistic or anything, uh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's just my personal experience. A lot of women, you can push and push and push till you can't push them no more. Um, and watch yeah. out when they get to that point. Because, yeah. That. Um, so just be nice, smile, and say yes, dear. <laughs> That's my advice. Um, you know, support hobbies. Don't criticize. Yes. Anyhow. Um, so, so we're talking. So you're you're involved. You're getting these grants. You're you've got a film. I imagine a film production company at this point. Um, you know, since we you're do. applying for these grants and everything. Um, how cool is that? You're making movies, man. We uh, are. You know. We are. Our, yeah, our production company is called Death Cat Entertainment, and that's because the first short film saying goodbye was about the cat who could uh, predict us. So our our production company is called Death Cat Entertainment. <laughs> oh man. The goth scene is strong in there in South Carolina. Uh, no, I'm kidding. That's, that's a cool name. I like it. I like it. Um, well, you. this was a very interesting anthology. First off, I love anthologies, especially yeah. in the horror market. I am not one of these people. I, I will say this. I have friends that are. I have a lot of friends that are. Um, that will watch a ho- They're horrible to watch horror movies with because they'll nitpick a horror movie to death. Mm-hmm. That guy's spleen didn't explode. There, I'm like, how do you know what a spleen looks like? You know, are you kidding me, Greg? <laughs> Be quiet. You know, you don't know. Um, it looks great. Yeah. Anyhow, um, you know, I didn't know that blood was CG. I'm enjoying the movie. Leave me alone. Anyhow, um, they're terrible to watch. So I'm not one of those people. I just like going on a roller coaster ride. I like um, becoming emotional and getting sucked into a film. And I tell you, this anthology sucked me in. Um, it was fantastic. It was very Yay! cool. And you don't get bogged down. See, the cool thing about anthologies, ladies and gentlemen, when you're watching them, say there's a particular story that just isn't hitting with you. Well, it's going to be over in 10 minutes, and there's going to be one that probably does right after it. So, yeah, you know. exactly. But all exactly. these. Yeah, I like all of them. Um it was amazing. It was a very, very cool story. I honestly, it reminded me, you know, I'm an old man. I grew up in the 80s, um, and they, they had the, you know, anthologies uh, in the 80s. And there was a couple big ones in horror. Uh, Stephen King had some and uh, different mm-hmm. ones. And it, we used to go see those at the drive-in, and I really enjoyed that, me and my friends. And this kind of brought me back, not that it was dated or anything like that, just that feeling of, this is cool. You don't see in a yeah. good anthology that much. So, yeah, we were trying to, to, to recreate you. the vibe of, 
Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we were trying to recreate the vibe of like, you know, the old school Twilight Zone, especially Tales from the Crypt. We grew up with Tales from the Crypt and loved it so much. Um, So that was a big influence. Um, Of course, Alfred Hitchcock, um, Creepshow, you know, that's that's what the vibe we're going to, you know, some very different stories put together, kind of loosely held together by a wraparound. You know, we we, uh, wrote and uh, directed the wraparound and then... um, and so, yeah, that was our, that was totally what we wanted to do, that old school feeling of Twilight Zone, Creep Show, Tales from the Crypt. So that, that was exactly what we were going for. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free if you're a VIP member. You can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.love. S-H-A-C-K-A-P-O-T-H-E-C-A-R-Y dot com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center. Ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime. And treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Hey there, my name is Paige Beattie, and I am the founder of Hats On and Hats Off, which are two separate companies but aligned by the same philosophy of raising cancer awareness and forming smiles. Hats On is a for-profit corporation that sells cancer-specific hats to be proudly worn by you in hopes of raising awareness. A percentage of the proceeds will be donated to Hats Off, which is a non-profit corporation, raising money to buy wigs for cancer patients who can't afford them. That's where we're forming smiles. I believe cancer has touched almost everyone's lives in one way or another. A friend, a family member, a friend of a friend. So please... Visit our website, www.hatsonhatsoff.com, to learn how you can help raise awareness and form smiles. Rockscare, the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products, all featuring original pop art paintings. From La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Now the the host, uh, the hostess <laughs> with the mostess. Um, yeah. I, I can't remember her name. I'm, I'm seriously scrolling through IMDb right now. Oh, that's okay. Her, her um, character's name is Ma- Madame Josephine, and the actress is Joy Vanderbortkop. 
So, yes. Right. right. We love Joy. Yeah. Joy was in one of our our second short film, High Heels and Hoodoo, and so we wanted to bring her back for for Grave Intentions, and so we made her the hostess. Yes. What a great title for a movie. Man, that is – I'm not in the movie business. I'm a painter, and uh, I paint pictures Uh for a living, and that – I have a little – I I have – I shouldn't say I have a little book here. I have a shelf of uh, little books here that I write potential titles for paintings. I have oh, yeah. probably 150 books uh, filled <laughs> with just – someday somebody's going to come through here and look at it and go, what kind of twisted person was this? It's just all like little <laughs> short things. Um, but that's going in there. That's a good title, man. That's a great title. <laughs> um, was she – no, here's the thing. When I was putting the the show page together, you know, I'm, I'm going through and I'm like, oh, do they have an Instagram page? Do they have a page? You know, you check all that stuff because you put the links up on it. And I don't know how, but somewhere along the lines, I wound up on, I believe, no, I, here's the question. And you can, it, it, without offending me, because uh, I don't want to be the one to um, to ruin it if, if uh, you know, it's a, kind of a, a Blair Witch thing. Um she actually has a website, like with 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 magic stuff on it and whatnot. And I didn't we, we know created. if it's part of this movie thing or if she's really into that. You know? No. And you don't uh, have no, to tell um, me. If you don't want to. No, no. It's part of the movie. You know, we have we actually I think two different times during the film we have her say the website magicalmadamjosephine.com. dot com. And it's a website we put okay. together for the movie. It regurgitates a lot of what she teaches during the wraparound. Um, and I gotcha. that you can re- I shouldn't say regurgitate. I should say reinforces, right? Um, so that a lot of the stuff she teaches about the um, mojo bags and the poppets and the crystals, it's all there on the website. Of course, since we aren't actually selling items, it all hooks into Amazon. So, you know, if people are interested in the stuff, they, I mean, it's on Amazon. You can buy it. And so, um, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, the website's completely for the movie. Um, Joy herself, the actress, she's actually, um, uh, she's actually, until very recently, she just retired last year, she was actually a professor at the um, College of Charleston, and she taught um, theater. And so, um, uh, I don't, as far as I know, she does not practice magic at all. So she has not confessed that to us. But she's a a wonderful theater actress. (laughs) Jocelyn, she's great. And I, you know, anybody listening, I'm not throwing shade, believe me, if you, if you listen to my show enough, you, you know, um, I love my wife, Danny. Um, she has set off the smoke detectors in our house. Um, we have a very expensive hardwired system. Somehow, uh, saging the house and whatnot, I don't know, she starts <laughs> to do it, me and the dog just kind of look at each other and go, okay, yeah. let's just smile and say yes, dear. Um, you know, and, uh, there may or not may not be crystals all over the house, you know, what, whatever yeah, they look good. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, there's we did some of our <laughs> house plants that make them grow better. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how that works, but good for her. You know. Yeah. She could have worked. Yeah. Joy's a delight. Yeah. And she also does voiceover work. She's a um, great voiceover actress. Really. Uh, she, um, yeah. She was a narrator for the um, Hall of Presidents in Disney World. Uh, for for a really? time, I think it's it, you know they turn over every four years. I think it, she's been replaced, but she was the narrator for the Hall of Presidents. Um, she narrates oh, wow. commercials. I think I think she has something to the tour that's in the Capitol building. I think she narrates. I mean, she's just I mean, you heard her voice. You know, she's a beautiful gravitas, oh, yeah. and like when she starts talking, you're listening. <laughs> so um, yeah, so that's she, amazing. Uh, and this was, yeah. So in addition, to, she does a lot of theater. Um, around Charleston, she had she said several one woman shows that she's written and starred in. But um, she also is uh, just doing a wonderful job with her voiceover work. That's fantastic. I have sat through that Hall of Presidents show many many. <laughs> I am not from Florida. I moved here to you know I came to visit a friend, met a girl. Now here I am. Um, mm-hmm. but, but my gal, my wife, grew up here, so she worships at the Temple of Disney, as does her mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. So we wind mm-hmm. up going every three or four months. You know, we've got those passes where you can go anytime and everything. And um, yeah. the thing about the Hall of Presidents, number one, when you're walking, you have to walk a million miles at Disney. People don't tell you this. It's not in any of the <laughs> commercials, and it's hot. It's South Florida. Uh, it's in a swamp. That used to be a swamp. It's very hot. 
and the Hall of Presidents is air-conditioned, and it's about a 40-minute show, so, you know, you, you talk the wife into going in there, and you can just sit in the AC <laughs> for 45 yeah. minutes and maybe learn something. Who knows? You know? Uh, that's fantastic. I had no idea. That's very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, well, that's, this is a great film. No, it is out, right? It is out right now. People can um, uh, get today. it. Pick today it up, I believe. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's currently out. Of, yeah, today's the big day. Um, so it's on TV right now. So if you go, you know, if you have the TV app or you can go to TV online, you can watch it there. And then the official premiere tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern time on Kings of Horror. And there's going to be a live chat. Um, Brian and I will both be there. Nice. And several of the filmmakers from the anthology are going to be there and some cast and crew. Um, so that's um, that? six yeah, 6 o'clock Eastern um, at Kings of Horror. So, yeah, today's a big day. Wow. Well, I will, ladies and gentlemen, I'll blast links on all of my social media to uh, both the Tubi and that Kings of Horror. I, that sounds really cool. I'm going to try to catch that. That's that's fascinating. <laughs> um, they do a great job. I, I know some people that have done yeah. uh, done uh, premieres through them and whatnot, and, and they're fantastic. Um, yeah. Just a real first-rate thing. Uh, they, they understand this technology way more than I do. Uh, so I'm very <laughs> impressed with them. Uh, very, very cool. Well, hey, how about that? Today is the day. Joshua and it's Ryan are going to be refreshing their computer pages about 350 <laughs> times today, if not more. I, I, that's way uh, low. It's way more than that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at charts and graphs and all kinds of cool for stuff. For sure, yes, yes. Nice, nice. Well, that's cool. That is very cool. And Tubi, you know, Tubi is one of those, um, uh, it's a streaming site, ladies and gentlemen, for those who don't know. You can get it on your Roku, on your phone, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And you can watch these movies. Uh, they, they add commercials, how to pay for it and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like old yep. school TV. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's yep. very, very cool. That's a good platform, too. They, they're, I'm very impressed with all of this. Um, it's it's neat, you know. It's, it's just very... I never saw any of this coming, the whole stream. I remember. I rem- I don't know if you remember this, Jocelyn. You're probably not old enough for this. But um, <laughs> when Netflix first started out, they would send you the movie in the mail with, like, a little envelope, oh, yeah. and you'd watch it. I still, yeah, get, I it still get my monthly uh, DVDs. I still do get my monthly DVDs. Really? I like getting my red envelope with the movie. I do. I, of course, I watch streaming all the time as well. But I like getting my DVD, too. <laughs> oh, well, see, I, I didn't even know they still did that. But I remember did, getting yeah. that and thinking to myself, man, there's got to be a better way than this, um, you know? Mm. And yeah, who knew? Who knew there was? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they, they perfected it. it it's amazing. Yep. <laughs> and it's so funny, too, the whole streaming thing. About, God, it had to be about five, six years ago. We we were one of those people that cut the cord. I, I bought an antenna mm. off of eBay climbed up on the roof, you know, installed it. And I'm just like, <laughs> Look at all the money we're saving. And um, I, we're probably paying the same amount now that we pay for all these. Tubi you don't have to pay for, ladies and gentlemen, it's free. Um, but all this other stuff you do. And, uh, and yeah. we pay for it all. <laughs> it all adds up, right? We keep adding, oh, here's another one. And here's another one. And here's another one. Oh, now I'm paying yeah, way more money exactly. I'm holding out on the Apple TV. I want to watch that foundation, that Isaac Asimov foundation real bad, but I'm like, mm-hmm. Paramount got me with Star Trek. I don't know if <laughs> it, oh, it's, a, it's a challenge, you know? It's a challenge. Yeah. Anyhow. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. This is a message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Older adults and people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions are at higher risk for severe illness from COVID-19. 
If you are at higher risk, you should stay home as much as possible and avoid close contact with people who are sick to protect yourself. Call your doctor if you have concerns about COVID-19 and your medical condition or if you get sick. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and, of course, the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A. L-B-I-O-N.com. MichelleAubion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. Anyhow, so this film, so you guys kind of oversaw, let me ask you, because there's a a whole bunch of directors and, uh, of Mm -hmm. course, a ton of cast and whatnot. Did you know Mm -hmm. all these people, like, from the scene? No. You kind of seem like the gal to know. You know? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, we actually, uh, once we won the grant, so we had a little bit of seed money um, so that we could, we wanted to license the films from the short filmmakers. And so we did a contest on Film Freeway. You know, Film Freeway is all the film festivals and film contests. And right, so right. we um, did a contest on Film Freeway and solicited people to, you know, send us their submissions. And, um, right. you know, People for filmmakers from all over the world. We were so lucky that people trusted us with their films and uh, sent us their short films, and we watched and watched and watched and watched all these amazing short films. And so then we had to then, you know, winnow it down to enough that would fit in the anthology. So, um, so these are all, you know, previously made short films, and so we then selected oh, the five. Oh, yeah, fit our vision, and then we wrote the wraparound around it. So these films already existed, and so we had to write a wraparound around it and then um, film the wraparound and then That's put amazing. it all together. That is brilliant. That is brilliant. I'm telling you, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, if you have a project and you need a partner on it, um, I would get a hold of Jocelyn and uh, her brother Ryan and try to try to get them involved because they are smart. They know how to do this stuff, man. <laughs> I never would have thought of that. Brilliant, brilliant. Let me ask you this, Jocelyn. Now, you said you, you, know, you had written... Um, uh, you know, short story novel type uh, mm-hmm. form, you know, mm-hmm. traditional writing, I guess, uh, literature, mm-hmm. yes. uh, one would call yes. it. Uh, and then, you know, your brother got you to move into uh, screenwriting. Uh, totally different, 
totally different, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, totally different. Was that an easy, artistically, was that an easy ch- uh, transition to make, or was it intimidating? It was, it was intimidating. You know, I bought a couple of screenplay books and read them. I read some scripts. But the funny thing is now, so, like, my favorite type of writing is the one I'm not currently doing. <laughs> so... When I'm writing a novel, I love screenplay writing. When I'm writing a screenplay, I love novel writing. <laughs> so, I gotcha. I yeah, gotcha. right. But you know, I really do like. I I really enjoy screenwriting, to be honest, because um, I'm not a. Um, I don't write a lot of description around things. Like I've had some mentors read mm. my stuff, and it's like your novels seem to take place in a blank white room. <laughs> And so that works for yeah. And so that works for screenplays does not work as great when you're working on a novel. So it actually, you know, screenplays are my strength because dialogue and character arcs are my strength. And so um, screenplays do work towards that. Yeah. But, um, you know, I like the not um, everybody I can like, be proof. Yeah. You know. Right. Yeah. I get it. Exactly. I get it. Yes. Yeah, so, oh man. Um, I, um, as I mentioned, I'm a painter by trade. I paint, mm-hmm. um, and I paint every day. I paint probably mm-hmm. on average, I'd say 300, 350 paintings a year, probably close wow. to 300. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm constantly painting. Uh, and people right. ask me all the time, they're like, how can you do that? You know? And I said, well, number one, I said, there's two reasons. Number one, if you do anything, you know, if, if you play badminton every day, you're going to be <laughs> real good at badminton pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what you do, if you, repetition, you, you, mm-hmm. you get used to it. You learn little shortcuts and tricks, and it, it just works out. Um, as a writer, um, and I'm fascinated with writers, too. Uh, I, I mm-hmm. haven't done it. Um, and uh, the whole concept kind of kind of intimidates me, to be honest with you. Um, of even trying to, to do that. For me, it's very easy. I'm like, okay, I got to do a scene. I can draw out or paint a scene. That, that, that's a Tuesday morning for me. Um, yeah, but yeah. writing a whole cohesive story and whatnot. Ooh, man, that's, that's a big, that, that's a big thing. Um, yeah. Do you write every day? Do you have a set schedule where you, you sit down like you're punching a clock almost? Um, I don't, I need to, hmm. I know that that's like, you know, I don't think do but um i just don't i you know i i have tried you know, like i've tried doing that like even i don't know if you know mm. about national novel writing month every november and i've done that several years and you're supposed to do a, you know it's 1600 words you're supposed to do every day and so i started out the first day wow. and i get my 1600 words in and then two weeks go by and i wrote write a single word and then i'm like oh, <laughs> and then i you know write for you know three days straight without sleeping and get it all in so um, yeah, no, I can't, I can't sit down and turn it on. And I know there people are, and I'm so jealous of them, but for me, I have to be feeling it in the moment. And usually that moment is driven by deadline pressure. <laughs> so I'm not Mine too. Mine yeah. too. I know I painted a very romantic picture of, oh yes, he sits down and knocks all this up. I do sit down every day and paint. Um, there are things that I need to get knocked out. I don't know. It just doesn't. I'm like, really? I got to paint this guy's beagle? Are you kidding me? He may love the beagle. The beagle's awesome and everything. You know, I want to paint something what I want to paint. Um, right, and that's yeah. usually what takes precedence until three days before <laughs> it absolutely has to go out and to get to the birthday party in time or, or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm, you know, not very much fun to be around. Uh, my wife, just come, <laughs> it's happened so many times, it's funny. She just comes over and closes the door to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want, I want to watch my show. You're ruining Love Island with your grumbling in there. Um, yeah. And so, you know, yeah, the deadlines. But, you know, some of my best work is under pressure like that, to be honest with you. Yeah, it, no, it, oh, oh, for me. Yes, 100%. It really my best is. comes from being under intense pressure that, you know, you wouldn't think would you wouldn't think would lend itself to creativity when you're under that much pressure, but it's like it it turns up spigot on and it just comes out. So I don't know. I can't explain it. I just know that's what it is. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, did you when you were a little girl, did you um, you know, know that writing was was 
what you needed to be doing and whatnot? Um, or, you know, Not was really. it career in no, gymnastics no. or her horse training no. or something? That, you know. no, well, I did love horses. I mean, most little girls do, right? So I did love horses. Um, Absolutely. But, no, I didn't know. I, went, I, but I was a huge reader. I was, like, one of the biggest book nerds ever. I mean, it was, like, really hard to find me without a book in my hand. So I was a huge book nerd and huge reader, but I hadn't made that connection yet to, oh, I could do this. You know, it was like, I love stories. I want to be immersed in stories constantly. But I hadn't made that jump to, oh, I, I could do that. And so it wasn't until um, I actually went to um, college, and my major was psychology. My minor was computer science. And so when I graduated, oh, wow. I started working in software. I started working in a software company, you know. So I was, you know, creating software. And it was, like, around then that it finally, I'm like, huh. You know, I'd, I'd read stories, and then I'd sit there and imagine how I would have ended it instead. And so um, ah, that, was, it is. that kind of started it, yeah. And then I saw an article <laughs> one day about um, it was called the Institute of Children's Literature, and they were um, you could apply mm-hmm. to get into the courses. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And so I applied. I got accepted, and that's kind of kicked off everything since then. Um, you know, that's getting amazing. you know taking classes, taking courses, taking workshops. Yeah, and just getting you know better and better. Hopefully, fingers crossed. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, that's how it And happens. ladies and gentlemen, you may not know this. I know because I read it on her bio. She's been <laughs> published in a, a magazine I have read, and I'm an old man, for a long time. Um, I'm many a dentist's office, many a doctor's office. Yeah. matter of fact, I enjoyed that magazine so often or so much that uh, my mother got me a subscription to it. Um, I have lived my life uh, with the philosophy of two of its characters, Goofus and Gallant. Uh, Highlights magazine I'm talking about. You got yes, published in Highlights. Yes. How cool is that? I did. Oh, my gosh. It was a dream come true because I was like you. I grow, grew up reading Highlights. That was the magazine of my childhood. And um, the day I wanted – they had a contest. It was their fiction contest. And um, and I got I got the phone call and uh, that I had won. I just burst into tears. You know, I was like, oh, my gosh. That's that awesome. Only, so it meant – I, I got tuition to one of their um, big workshops, and so that was amazing. And then also meant my story was going to be published in a magazine. And I was just like, what? Little girl, we didn't even imagine that. Like, that wasn't something she even imagined, and here it was happening. So it was very cool. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Now, speaking of writing, we've been talking about this fantastic uh, movie that I want everybody to – it's out today, ladies and gentlemen – um, it, it's uh, Grave Intentions. We have links up uh, to the social media, uh, the Grave Intentions social media and whatnot, and also um, uh, the uh, uh, well, there's an Instagram page, Facebook page, mm-hmm. Twitter, mm-hmm. Um, all of that, a website, all of that, and uh, we have all that. Uh, so you can get to it. And also I want to remind everybody before we move on to the next topic, um, that our, uh, these links, when we, we convert every show to a podcast when we're done. It's when we add the commercials and all that kind of stuff in there. Um, <laughs> and so in the future, if you're listening to our podcast on, uh, you know, and it goes out to a whole bunch of places, uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts or download podcasts, we're on. Uh, I'm, I would be very surprised if you could find a place, uh, a platform that we weren't. Um, <laughs> but if you're listening to the show on Spotify or whatnot, those links stay active, so um, you just click on them and it gets you right there. And I suggest, I tell this every episode, I know, but it's so true. We live in an algorithm world. It's <laughs> how it works. Um, you know, if you dig an, an indie band or an independent film or, you know, I don't know, the, the person who makes the best brownies in town, like <laughs> and share their social media. It puts it in front of more eyes. Chances are your friends dig the same stuff you do because, you know, you're friends. And it helps get the word out. And that's very, very important. Also, I will add, with, especially with film, um, say you watch the movie on Tubi or, or on, on the Amazon, whatever, it doesn't matter whether you're watching it. Um, a lot of those places have a place to leave a little review. You do not have to put down a doctoral thesis, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> a couple sentences. Give some feedback, man. What that also does is it tilts the pin, the pinball machine, the algorithm a little mm-hmm. bit, and it comes up more in the feeds and whatnot. Yep. So it helps. Yep. It helps tremendously. So do that. Now, in addition to making fantastic films and you know, being <laughs> published in Highlights Magazine and, and all kinds of cool stuff, um, 
and you know, and she's the best salsa dancer in town. No, I, I she may be. But right definitely now. not that. Um, no, no, two left feet. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, she also has a website which we have a link up to, uh, JocelynRish.com. Mm-hmm. Very easy to get mm-hmm. to. And when you get there, mm-hmm. you'll see a very cute little book here, um, mm-hmm. Battle of the Butts, and it's all about yes. uh, animal posteriors. And, uh, it is. And different animals and their derrieres. Fun facts yes. about the origin, habits, and posterior power. Uh, wrote a children's book because, you know, yes. why not, right? Yes. How cool yes. is that? It was so cool. It was very cool. Like, I never in a million years, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, I was writing, like, young adult novels and stuff like that. And um, I never mm. imagined I'd write a picture book or a nonfiction book. And so my first book is going to be a nonfiction picture book. <laughs> so life works out kind of funny sometimes. <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. And the cool thing, I was looking at the uh, the, the website earlier on it. it you can customize Well, you can add a personalization um, to it. So if you, you've got a, yes. a kid or, you know, um, mm-hmm. we have a uh, – my sister-in-law and brother-in-law just had a new baby. We have a new baby in the family. It's, uh, she just turned Aww. three months the other day. We were, and, um, yeah, yeah, she's, uh, you know, a little grumpasaurus, but um, we love her. <laughs> and, um, you know, and I've been buying all kinds of books and this and that. Uh, we both have, actually, me and my wife. And she's way too young to be read to, you know, this, this little baby can mm-hmm. barely keep his head up. But she won't always be that way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the earlier you start we reading, are... the better. You start reading to them early on. The earlier, the better. That's you know every exactly. all the show. The earlier you start reading to them, the better. Exactly, and that's you know people. A lot of people ask me that you know they're like, well, well you know, when you were a kid, you know, what, what did you? And I'm like, I'm telling you, my imagination was sparked because my father. Um, he was kind of a weird, uh, a weird guy, but he he was he was very cool. He. Um, I'm not being disparaging. Uh, he was an inventor, uh, had a degree in mechanical engineering, uh, invented a lot of uh, industrial type machinery and whatnot. Um, but every night, every night, he would read to me um, mm. weird stuff, you know, like how the pyramids were made, things like that, that you know. Great um, stuff. That's awesome stuff. You know, a lot of science fiction, that kind of stuff. But it yeah. got my, what it did is it got me into reading. And I remember mm-hmm. being in, like, fifth grade, sixth grade. I, I think I read Tolkien's The Hobbit in fifth grade, and all of my yeah, friends were yeah. like, why are you sitting down with th- – that book's too thick, you know? Um, yeah. Uh-huh. And, yeah, I remember being – tell you the worst, uh, because when you're a kid, your teachers will want you to do book reports and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so the trick to – you know, because you're ahead of the system, because you're so bright and everything, is uh, you think so at least. Is you'll you'll. Well, I'm already reading this, so I'll just do my book report on this. And so I tried that, and I was reading uh, uh, Frank Herbert's Dune at the time. I think I think it was uh, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, my teacher's like, you. I don't think that's going to work. You realize there's 27 main characters. Said, don't worry <laughs> yeah. about it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> what does this lady know? You know. Yeah, my book report yeah. was like 29 pages long. It was <laughs> terrible. Um, I didn't know it. I didn't know it going. I walked into that trap. Anyway, um, yeah. So you can pre-order a signed copy of this book. Yes. And yes. Yes. remember, Christmas is what two months away. It's coming uh, it's up. Like it's coming so, up. Fast. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Gift and I'm happy to sign it and personalize from anybody who orders from the link on my website. It's my local bookstore, and I can sign and personalize um, any book orders That's awesome. There. That is fantastic. You know, there's something cool, too, as a creator when you, um, you, you have personal contact with people that are digging what you're doing. You know what I mean? When, when they're, mm-hmm, they're throwing mm-hmm. down some money to, to buy your book or whatever it is you're doing. And and you get to sign. I like that connection. I, I think that's very cool. You know, um, mm. we uh, personally we sell a lot of bath towels and T-shirts with my paintings on them, and mm-hmm. uh, and it, they're not in my place at all. It's drop shipped from the factory. You know what I mean? And, and mm-hmm, that's yeah. great that they get them, but I really enjoy that personal connection. You know, where you're like, 
Yeah. There you go. Here's a fine thing. Um, I think that's cool. And, folks, you can do that. Battle of the Bucks is the name of the book, uh, written by Jocelyn Risch, but illustrated by David. No, I'm going to mess this up. Yeah, it's, uh, it's David Crichton Tester. Tester. Yeah, Crichton. Crichton. He actually, he lives in New Zealand. Yeah, it's Crichton. Yeah, he lives in New Zealand, oh, really? actually. So, yeah. That's cool. So I was that's so happy. cool. Yeah, and so a lot of people don't know that in picture books, the author and the illustrator don't work together. I mean, sometimes they never talk at all. Um, and we, we talked kind of at the very end of the cycle. He was already done with everything before we kind of had a little email introduction um, to meet each other. But wow. uh, when I, I first started getting his sketches, I mean, when I got the cover, the cover, of course, is the first thing I got. And I was like, oh, my God, I love this so much. <laughs> and then I started getting sketches, and he is hilarious because, you know, I mean, obviously the book is, uh, well, I hope, fingers crossed, right? I hope the book is funny because it's about butts and poops and farts. Um, from animals, and so, but um, it is nonfiction, so, you know, it's, it's teaching the kids, and his illustrations right. are, A, they're adorable, he's made the animals so cute, and then he's made them funny, and he has these like, little things, like, and, like, tucked into parts of the pages are just hilarious, and, like, even still, sometimes today, I'll be flipping through the pages, and I'll find something, like, oh, my God, I haven't seen that before, that's so funny, and so he's just, he's hilarious, and the drawings are adorable, and I'm just, I'm so happy we got paired together, <laughs> so... That's fantastic. That is fantastic. Now, through that, that's that kind of curious. It's a, it's a peek a little bit behind the curtain of, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, this this world. Um, how does that happen? You have an, a, a literary agent or whatnot that um, mm-hmm. connected you, or he does, and you guys uh, hooked up that the way? The publisher did. Yeah, no, so I didn't oh. have an agent when I wrote this book. I um, This this was the book that finally secured me an agent. Um, so I had the idea, gotcha. I wrote the book, and then I... I queried a bunch of agents, and I got several offers, and um, I picked – I selected my agent, Tracy Marchini, from um, Bookends Literary, and so then she immediately turned around and sent it out to publishers, um, and it sold pretty much right away to um, Running Fresh Kids, which is an imprint of Hachette, and um, so then they take over, and so they're the ones – they sent me – they had picked several illustrators that could possibly, Mm -hmm. you know, they're like – do you have a preference? And they were all amazing, so I would have been happy with any of them. Um, and so I, I leaned a little towards David uh, because one of his drawings uh, was something I was another book I was working on at the moment, so that felt like fate. I was like, okay, this one yeah. drawing he submitted is a sample kind of. And I was like, okay, and so, so he accepted the, um, the offer to illustrate. And so you know, like I said, and then he went off with you know he just did it. You know, I I didn't have input at all. He just he took the text and came up with with his own thing and. Um, I got to see the final result, and it was amazing. That's awesome. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it, it fascinates me because so often, uh, so many of us out here, you know, you, you see a children's book or, or you pick one up or whatnot. You know, there, there's a whole process with that, with any of this, you know, mm-hmm. um, like film. Mm-hmm. I, did, I was so ignorant on the whole filmmaking process when I first started doing the show. And this is, I don't know, we're on episode 1,100 We've done a lot of them. And, um, you know, I didn't know. I'd watch a a TV show or a movie or something like, well, you know, I I guess they filmed that last month, you know, on a Tuesday or something. Um, I just assumed there was like a play, you know, or something, and that on a set maybe. Uh, I had no idea. And, um, you know, as you and your brother can attest, uh, you know, a lot of times I quickly found out from talking to people on the show, you know, a movie can take a year and a half, two years, sometimes mm-hmm. longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's yep. pretty normal. <laughs> yep. you know that? It takes a long time. There's a lot of pieces. To oh, put in place. <laughs> oh, man. I'll have guests on. Uh, usually actors uh, this happens with. Not so much directors because, I don't know, directors, when you're into a movie, you know, you know it. You know, you know what I mean. It is, it is mm-hmm. boom. A lot of times, actors and actresses, thespians, they're a little flighty anyway. I'm kidding. Don't send me emails, actors. Um, love you all. Entertain the heck out of it. But anyway, I'll have them on, and we'll be talking about a movie that just gets released, just picked up distribution, getting released. They made that three years ago, and they've made yeah. 35 mm-hmm. movies since. And they're trying mm-hmm. to, well, yeah. I remember this funny thing happened on set, you know, but it's, they have to really remember because there's so many things in front of it now. Um, yeah. 
That's very common. That's very common on our show. Uh, but it, it's amazing. You know, my hat goes off because that's a big job, man. That is a big thing, making a movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Does, does that ever scare you? Or you've done enough now that it doesn't. <laughs> You're like, ah, this is, this is how it is. Well, it's funny because, like, I kind of, like, our biggest film was our first one. Saying Goodbye was our biggest one. And then High Hill and Hoodoo was a bit smaller mm-hmm. cast and crew. And then now Grave Intentions, because we only filmed the wraparound part, was the smallest yet. I mean, we built the set in Brian's living room, you know. So in his living room, we wow. put together the set. And it was, you know, we had Joy, you know, as the actress. And then we had a couple, um, you know, friends who, in the biz who, who helped us out. So we actually have gone backwards. You're supposed to start small and go big. And we kind of went backwards at saying goodbye with our biggest, with a huge crew, cast crew. And um, we've gone backwards. So it's been interesting. That's awesome. That's awesome. Notice, ladies and gentlemen, Joshua, you know, she didn't say we built it in my living room. Um, no, no, no. I'm, I'm teasing you, Joshua. I'm teasing you. Um, she's like, no, not having that in my house. Uh, my house is my sanctuary. It's where, do you have a particular – let me ask you this. When you're writing, whether it be screenplay, mm-hmm. uh, you know, fantastic mm-hmm. horror wraparound anthologies, um, <laughs> or children's books, or, or novels, or whatever, do you have a set mm-hmm. area in your home that is like your, your work space? Yes, 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 I do. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just a desk, you know, it's my desk, and I have um, a laptop mm-hmm. so I can carry things with me if I need to, but I also have a big monitor so I can kind of spread out. Because um, now that I've kind of moved into the world of nonfiction, you know, it's a lot of research. And so you have, mm. you know, multiple screens open with research and then the main document down open on the laptop to, to do the writing part. So, yeah, I do have uh, a set place that I always do my work. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, I find that you have to, you know. Um, I know mm-hmm. I do. I, I have to have – in my thing, it is so funny because so often people um, will come to our house or what – well, probably more before the pandemic, but it is getting a little – we're having a few friends over, you know, now and then. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, is people, especially new people, are uh, – they're always surprised. They're like, man, your, your studio is so organized. I'm like, I'm one mm-hmm. of those people – I am type A, always have been my entire life. Uh, yeah, my, my art studio looks like a surgeon's theater. You know, I like to know wow, if I can reach yeah. over here. This is what I, you know, I like everything in its place. I work better mm-hmm. that way. Um, not everybody's like that. And the, the mythology of the painter is that it's usually a bit mess, you know. And some yeah, people work yeah, better that yeah. way. Yeah. I do not. <laughs> I'm one of those guys <laughs> that drives my wife crazy. I make the bed every day after I wake up, or usually after she wakes oh. <laughs> up. <'Cause she sleeps laughs> but yeah, I gotta have that bed made. Um, just how I am, you know. Just how I am. Yeah. Uh, but that's cool. I find a place to work very, very important, and uh, it sounds yeah. like you've got a good one. You know, that's that's a key. That's a key, folks. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about your film and your book. I, I, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. I know how you Hollywood people can be, you know, if all the eyes aren't dotted and T's crossed and whatnot. Um, Josh says, yes, as she adjusts her big sunglasses. Um, <laughs> is, the, is there a next project in the, the hopper you can talk about at this point? Well, I mean, um, the next project is a book. There's going to be a next, another book in the mm-hmm. Battle series. So, you know, the first book is Battle the Butts, which is about ten animals who do weird things with their butts. And so the next book, I've already written it, and um, it's now been turned over to David for illustrations. Um, it's called Battle of the Brains. And so it's going to be oh. 10 animals who, you know, are really impressed, have really impressive brain power. And so it kind of breaks down each of these nice. 10 animals and cool stuff they do with their brains. So, so yeah, the next, um, so that's, so I'm done with my part. I'm now, you know, with illustrations. Um, and then a lot of people have been asking us, you know, are we planning to do a Grave Intentions too? And um, you know, we're just kind of we're kind of in wait and see mode, right? You know, so it's just released today. I gotcha. We'll see how it's received. See how it's received. Um, you know, we're we'd love to do another one. It was fun, and as long as we're having fun, uh, we want to do it. But you know, of course, you have to consider the financials too, because we won't win another grant Absolutely. for this one. So um, Absolutely. Have to be, you know, we have. To we have to make sure that um, it's financially feasible. So everyone go watch it. So it's financially feasible. Um, so, um, so That's yeah, true. Kind of, That's very true. And wait, 
Yeah. If any millionaires are listening, um, you know, and, yeah. and, and want to, uh, you know, and, and want to have a cool IMDb page with producer credits, um, <laughs> yeah. well, here's your opportunity, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Got some money burning a hole in your pocket? Talk. Yep. Email Jocelyn. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Did you guys do, um, when you made this, no, yeah, I know you got your grant and everything. Did you augment that mm-hmm. with crowdfunding or anything like that? No, we didn't. I mean, we were, um, we were, we were, we were frugal. That's one of the, the jokes we've mm-hmm. been telling is that, um, you know, the scene, um, uh, when, uh, Matt just pulls the crayons out and, and use the power into the crayons. Like we were being so budget conscious. We bought our crayons from the dollar store rather than, um, springing for Crayola crayons. <laughs> so, um, nice. Nice. See, it's the this producer very, in you. Yeah. Not only are you a director, yeah. you're also a producer. <laughs> yeah, Brilliant. this is very homegrown. We were doing everything we could to save a penny. So, <laughs> Well, you have to. You have to. Yeah. Um, you know, um, that's cool, man. That's cool. Well, I can't wait to see more. Like I said, this is a fantastic film. It's the spooky season, folks. And, and this mm-hmm. is, you know, I will say this. There are some of the stories in, in this that were um, – disturbing you know that they, they, yes. but in a yes. good way as i'm saying uh that i really liked but by no means was this the uh you know um the children's horse for you know and i'm not putting those down either they have their place and whatnot this is a mm-hmm. good film my wife loved this film uh ladies and gentlemen i watched oh. it with her and uh oh. as did i and it was uh it, and it's new that's the thing I'm at that age, Jocelyn, where I just crave new stuff, you know? Um, yeah. I, I've seen things too many, you know, uh, you'll, I'll hear a song or I'm like, oh, well, it's the fourth time that's been around. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, it happened. I feel like Lestat at the end of Interview with a Vampire, it, it's, I need new stuff. And this was new. Yes, yeah. Uh, very, very oh, thank you. I, Thank you. Yeah, I can't wait to see more of your work, you know. And Thank uh, you. folks, like I said, uh, it's right there. It's the first link we have, jocelynrich.com. You can get Battle of the Bucks, the science behind <laughs> animal behind. I like that. Yes. I like that a lot. Yes. I love animals. I can't wait to see the new I one, too, the Battle of the Brain. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's cool. It was fun. You know, it's amazing. I, um, I put out – I'm on this uh, – during the pandemic, I got in this organic gardening kick, and um, the, the kick before that was grilling. I have all these grills and smokers <laughs> and stuff now. But then I thought, well, I need something to grill, uh, so I started growing all this stuff. And um, I don't know, it's, it's, I find it relaxing, you know. But in that, I basically got into a fixing up the backyard kick and i have all these uh, bird feeders and stuff out because i like mm-hmm. to feed the bird i'm an old man uh but i had this one it's a platform and the squirrels were getting up there and getting the seed and whatnot so i put mm-hmm. like a little thing on the pole to it so they couldn't get around that you know so they wouldn't eat the birds feed. and these squirrels were so smart when you said the battle of the brains it, it really reminded yeah. me of this. it happened a couple days ago yeah i'm looking out my back door and the squirrels, they can't get up there. So what they're doing is they would go back and take a running leap and kick the uh, the post, and it would shake the uh, the seed, some of the seed off, Ugh. and then they would get it that way. I said, that's pretty smart. So I went out and yeah. uh, I took the thing off, and now I just, you know, feed the squirrels because they burned it. And uh, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's funny, yeah, squirrels that's where were we're the, at. I'm a big softie. Yeah, squir- <laughs> squirrels were one of the contenders for Battle of the Brains. I had, I had 14 animals, and I had to narrow it down at 10. And so, you know, I weigh in the pros and cons and trying to get a nice balance of mammals and birds and mm. uh, even um, the invertebrates and stuff. And so squirrels didn't quite make the list, but they were on the top 14 list. They were so close. Yeah, I, even, I think it came down to it was them. It came, it came down to the end. It was they were the number eleven, and I ended up going with another one. But they were definitely on the breeding list because they are so smart. No, that's fantastic. Well, it's been a pleasure, <laughs> pleasure talking to you. You are just cool, turned up to ten. I can't oh, wait to uh, see more of your work. Yeah, and oh, kudos, you know. Buy your brother a cup of coffee because you guys work uh, work well together. 
you know? I will. And uh, that's cool. Thank you so much that for having cool. me. I appreciate it so much. <laughs> yeah, anytime. Awesome. Anytime. Well, folks, this is going to wrap it up. I, I've, I've kept Jocelyn way longer than I supposed to. Um, my little light here has been blinking, I don't know, for half an hour. And I just, I, uh, I put this piece of tape over it. Um, <laughs> how I work. Um, so high tech here. Anyhow, I apologize for keeping you so long, Jocelyn. I could talk uh, to you all fine. day. You're fascinating. It was great chatting with you. <laughs> oh, thank you. I really enjoyed it. Uh, folks, this episode will be converted to a podcast. It'll be blasted out, as I mentioned before, on all the uh, podcasting platforms. We're on over 400 of them. Uh, so, you know, all the links stay active. Um, if you are listening to the show in the future on one of those, hello from the past. Thanks for listening. And uh, check out our sponsors, our advertisers. Uh, they all And use their code. They all have a code for whatever they're selling um, where you can save some money and whatnot. And then with that money you saved, you know, go over and buy this anthology. Um, what a great Halloween gift, you know, where Halloween is <laughs> upon us. Um, you want to give somebody a gift? Why, you can do that. That's the cool thing with streaming movies and whatnot. And also, uh, you, you can spend some money on, um, you know, Battle of the Butts. Uh, very, very cool. Get a signed copy of that. Um, mm-hmm. that that's, that's cool. Okay, folks, uh, today's Friday. I am off for the weekend from shows. Um, I've, got a, <laughs> I've got one of those deadlines that we talked about that I, I have to get done, so I'm going to be working hard this weekend, and um, that's what I'm going to be doing. I hope you have a great weekend. And remember, folks, um, we still live in a weird world. Uh, you know, if, if you're out shopping and you've got an issue with whatever store policy might be, I guarantee you uh, the little gal or guy behind the register, they don't sit in on boardroom corporate policy meetings. So don't yell at them. Don't give them a hard time. Just get your stuff. If you're really bent out of shape, you got to be under your saddle, go home and write an email to corporate. You'll feel better, I guess, and, uh, but you won't be ruining somebody's day. So, you know, be kind, be nice. The world will be a better place if we all just remember that. Okay, folks, we will see you next time. Have a good one. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, Jocelyn. Thank you. This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Hanna Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.